0: Okay. We'll see what happens. You may have something later and you may not. (laughs) We'll see. All right. Verse 9, chapter 1. And after he had said these things, he was lifted up, and while they were looking on, a cloud received him out of their sight. And as they were gazing intently into the sky, while he was going, behold two men in white clothing stood by beside him, and they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in just the same way as you has watched him go into heaven. this same Jesus will come just as you have seen Him go when we talk about the second coming of Christ Christians sometimes there's some confusion when we talk about that it's just simply uh, some of the things that uh, the way we look at it now we as God's children are expecting him to come back Uh, as Pastor Larry preached a couple of weeks ago uh, the rapture of the church and it should make a difference in the way we live and talk and act because it could be any time so that's one second coming that sometimes we talk about and then Jesus will ultimately come back in power and glory at the end of the age we don't know when either event will be and it doesn't matter <clears throat> but he is coming back so let's just look at a couple of verses that that uh, tell us what, what uh, Luke just wrote here that he'll come in same manner so go to first Thessalonians 4 and we'll look at one verse there and then you can go on to Revelation 19 and we'll look at a couple of verses there 1 Thessalonians 4 and the thing I want you to see is that as Luke talked about and as the angel said he will come in like manner in 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 13 Excuse me, verse 16. For the Lord Himself will ascend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven. This is the rapture for God's children. Everyone who knows him will be raptured out. It's a second coming for us as God's children, but we'll meet Him in the air, as as the scripture says in the next verse. Now, chapter 19 of Revelation. Chapter 19 of Revelation. He came at first as a baby. He's not coming as a baby this time. Revelation chapter 19 verse 11. And I saw heaven open. Behold a white horse. And he who sat on it is called faithful and true. And in righteousness he juggles and wages war. His eyes are a flame of fire. And on his head are many diadems. He has a name written on him which no one knows except himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which are in heaven clothed in fine linen, white and clean were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword so that with it He may strike down the nations, and He will rule them with a rod of iron. And He treads the winepress of this fierce wrath of God the Almighty. Verse 16, And on His robe and on His thigh He has a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Okay, back to Luke. Uh, Excuse me, I'm sorry, back to Acts chapter 1 so <clears throat> the angels told him, he says you're don't <laughs> why are you standing here looking in, in the sky I understand why they were this Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come in the same way as you watched him go into heaven <clears throat> verse 3 like we talked about last week that he was here 40 days after His resurrection and, and talked and led and taught uh, the disciples. And yet as we talked last, ye- uh, last week, the full understanding won't uh, come to them until uh, the Holy Spirit comes and that's uh, a lesson for next week. Uh, but uh, they're watching. Now sometimes in Scripture like some of the uh, movies and things we see there's flashbacks and that, all that kind of stuff we have kind of understand that but sometimes when we're in Scripture we think that it's all <clears throat> one verse leads to the other leads to the other leads to the other and that's true in most cases but not always for instance in verse 8 we were talking about receiving power as the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea Samaria even into the remotest part of the earth verse 9 says and after he had said these things so sometimes we want to say it was immediately well that's not particularly the case it was after verse 8 but there was some time there now as Luke told us they watched him go and they let him out as far as Bethany well Bethany was Jesus really he didn't have a home but that's his closest to a home he had he was there with Lazarus and Mary and Martha and that was basically his home base any time he was in Jerusalem and he walked the two miles a lot of times I mean he left Jerusalem and went to Bethany and the next morning he'd get up from Bethany and go back to Jerusalem so he led them out as far, Luke says, as Bethany <clears throat> now when we pick up this, this reading <clears throat> in verse, verse, um, verse 12 and they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet there's no, there's no uh, contradiction there because you had to go through the Mount Olivet to get to Bethany so <clears throat> Luke is just saying a little bit different uh, in the Luke account he went as far as Bethany <clears throat> here he's saying they are coming back and when they return to Jerusalem from the Mount of, Olive, <clears throat> of Olives which is near Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey Anybody know how long a Sabbath day's journey is? Half a mile. Half a mile. Who said that? Somebody you, got it. Me. you got it. You got it. Half a mile. <clears throat> so they were coming back and uh, uh, about half a mile of sa- Sabbath day's journey. Verse 13. And when they entered the city, they went to the up room where they were staying that is <laughs> that is this is the group that were there and, and we'll talk about that in a minute because sometimes well we talk about it now <laughs> sometimes we think that everything happened in the upper room well the upper room could hold some but in real quickly we, uh, Luke tells us it was hundred and twenty now Luke says in the account we read read at the beginning he says after they worship him they returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising God so they were in two different places but here in this particular place they were returning to the upper room they had watched his ascension they had walked back from Bethany through the Mount of Olives and they've gone back to the upper room when they had entered the city they went to the upper room where they were staying that is Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew James the son of Alphaeus, Simon the zealot and Judas the son of James verse fourteen they were all with one mind and continually voting themselves to prayer, along with the women, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brother. Now the women, we talked about the women at the resurrection. We had several ladies that were very prominent uh, there in in the beginning. And as as Jewish thought, you know, we don't name the women. But we we named we named uh, his uh, apostles or disciples. There so were eleven of them at this point, and and he says, and then with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers, and his brothers. Okay, uh, quickly let's go to Matthew thirteen fifty five, and we'll see about his brothers. Matthew thirteen. 55 again his, he has sisters but but they're they're not mentioned uh, but Matthew 13 55 uh, these are actually Jesus' half hey, brothers but you understand that uh, they were children of Mary and Joseph verse 55 in verse chapter 13 is this not the carpenter's son is not his mother called Mary and his brothers James Joseph Simon and Judas so this is when they were talking about when Jesus (coughs) said you know a prophet has no honor in his own hometown and this was true in fact they (laughs) they were embarrassed at what Jesus was doing and they said you know we, we not really there with him but so is this not the carpenter's son is this he, are these not his brothers and so when we go back let's go back to Acts now Acts, Acts verse 14 and his brothers now it's uh, pretty, me- pretty well established by the scholars that uh, Mary from the very inception when she conceived from the Holy Spirit knew that she was bearing God's Son and it was a very special time and she wrote uh, the psalm Mary the Magnificent but his brothers uh, they were a little bit more skeptical and probably didn't really come to faith in Jesus until after his resurrection we do know we just got through studying James and we talked about this a little bit when we talked about James the other brothers are not mentioned in scripture but James is he wrote the book that we just got through studying the Lord's half brother and the Lord himself had a conversation with James we don't know much about it but it is mentioned pastor Larry mentioned it on Easter when he preached So go to 1 Corinthians 15, which is our our, uh, main scripture for the resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15. Let's look at verse 7. Well, let's back up to... Back up to verse, verse 3. For I delivered to you as the first importance that I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scripture that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and that he appeared to Cephas, Peter then to the twelve after that he appeared to more than 500 brethren at one time most most of whom remain until now but some have fallen asleep then he appeared to James and then to all the apostles and last of all one untimely born he appeared to me also verse 7 he appeared to James I have no idea I wouldn't attempt to speculate what the Lord told James but it was probably at this point that James I see I understand uh, what uh, he was Uh, that he was Lord and he was special and he was who he said he was so here we are verse 14 these were all in one mind continually voting themselves to prayer and this was in the upper room they were there together and they were praying and talking to one another Now, if we were to call a prayer meeting today, you know, if we would say, uh, okay, we're going to come to the church and, and we're going to pray, and we're going to pray, and we're going to pray, it would be almost unwritten, but it would almost always happen. I'd pick up my Bible and I'd take it with me to the prayer meeting. And this was probably the same thing that happened in the upper room. They were there, and they were praying, and they were pouring over Scripture to see what was going on. Jesus told them, as we, we talked about last week, He told them, You stay put. You stay here until I send the Holy Spirit, which won't be long. You stay put here. So as they were praying, reading scripture, talking to one another, like we would do, just like we would do, understanding where they were, <clears throat> Peter, uh, who real quickly, and we've talked about this in the introduction, the first twelve chapters, he's the he's the spokesman so to speak, and we throw other people in there like Stephen and some more, but basically Peter is very much involved so <clears throat> verse 15 <clears throat> at this time Peter stood up in the midst of the brethren now he goes on and says a gathering of about hundred and twenty persons were there together <clears throat> so this was not at the upper room but at the upper room they were praying and reading scripture <clears throat> The, probably the correct sequence of events is if you'll go to Luke 24 here uh, one more time and when they were there verse uh, 52 they were worshipping him returning to Jerusalem with great joy and continually in the temple praising God and then go to Acts 1 and pick it up at verse 15 at this time so they were in the temple praising God. They had been in the upper room, had been praying, had been looking. And it says, at this time, the brethren, a gathering of about 120 people were gathering together. Verse 16, brethren, the scripture had to be fulfilled. We don't have but one or two occasions that Peter... Quoted scripture from the Old Testament this is one time but evidently while he was there and this is the gospel according to Bill and some of the people that I've read from this past week <clears throat> said that at this time he was convicted because of the scripture he had read and jump up to verse 20 there <clears throat> for it is written in the book of Psalms let his homestead be made desolate and let no one dwell in it. That's uh, Psalms 69, 25. And let another man take his office. That's Psalms 109, 8. So <clears throat> the scripture, back to verse 16, the scripture must be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit foretold by the mouth of David concerning Judas, <coughs> concerning Jesus who became a guide. So, Paul, I mean, Peter said, we've got to to fill Judas' spot because Scripture has told us to do that. And he said in verse 17, For he is accounted among us, and received his share in ministry. So then Luke puts a big parenthesis. He says, Let me tell you what I'm talking about and Luke records this and Matthew records this and that's the only ones that do but let's read it beginning in verse 18 now the man acquired a field with the price of his wickedness falling headlong he burst open in the middle and all his intestines gushed out and it became known to all who were living in Jerusalem so that in their own language the field was called the field of blood and he quotes those two scriptures that we've just read so to put a little bit more understanding in this let's go to Matthew 27 which is the only other account that has given Matthew 27 (coughs) are you with me so far? Okay. let's begin with verse 3 of Matthew 27 then when Judas who had betrayed him saw that he had been condemned he felt remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and the elders saying I have sinned by betraying innocent blood but they said what is that to us See to it to yourselves. And he threw the pieces of silver into the temple sanctuary and departed. And he went away and hanged himself. The chief priest took the pieces of silver and said it's not lawful to put them in the temple treasury since it is the price of blood. They conferred together and with the money they bought the potter's field as a burial place for strangers well <clears throat> uh, Matthew gives us a little bit more detail what Luke said is that for the price of his wickedness and faith falling headlong he burst into the middle in the middle and all his intestines gushed out well <clears throat> he didn't say anything about hanging himself Matthew says hanging himself <laughs> So <laughs> I read two lengthy uh, commentaries about this particular thing. And <clears throat> the general consensus about the guys that from the guys that I read from said that Jesus, excuse me, Judas went and did hang himself on a piece of ground that maybe he was gonna buy himself. There was also speculation that he had stolen from the money bag, which he was a keeper of and had been paying along on this piece of ground that's conjecture we don't know that but <clears throat> he hung himself there now the other part of the <laughs> theory is that nobody found him nobody found him until he had decomposed to the point the, bro- the rope gave way and he fell headlong face first into the ground And that's where Luke picked it up. Doesn't matter. Those particular details don't matter. But the two places we have it, in Matthew and in this, tells us about uh, Judas' terrible, terrible faith uh, there. Uh, Jesus himself said in the upper room when he was betraying him, he said it would be better for this man never to have been born. So in that backdrop backdrop, Peter was praying in the upper room he's found some scriptures that David wrote and he says we need to replace this guy you know he started off with with twelve we need to have twelve more whoa (laughs) anyway let me hurry okay so um, verse 21 therefore it's necessary that of the men who accompanied us at that time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us beginning at the baptism of John until the day that they were taken up from us one of them must be a witness with us of this resurrection so they put forward two men um, I can't ever pronounce this guy's name B-A-R-A B-A-B-B-A-S and Matthias and they prayed and said you Lord know the hearts of all men show us which of these two you have shown have chosen to occupy the ministry of the apostleship which Judas turned aside to go to his own place so they said among themselves that he must be with us from the beginning from the baptism until his resurrection and they put two names forward and equally uh, good people and he says uh, Lord you know all things Uh, let's see what he said here Uh, show us which verse 25 show us which two of these you have chosen to occupy the ministry verse 26 and they drew lots for them and the lot fell to Matthias And he was added to the 11 uh, disciples. Uh, (laughs) Bill, they flipped a coin. Which one of these guys, they flipped a coin? And uh, some lots, dice had been mentioned, and that kind of thing. Uh, Real quickly, go to Proverbs 16. Several things in Proverbs I don't want to look at, but this was one of them. This doesn't, this doesn't give you reason to play the roulette wheel now. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> Proverbs 16. We get get there. Verse 33 of Proverbs 16 the lot is cast into the lap but every decision is from the Lord Matthias was the man that God wanted and that's where he was let me look right quick at verse 9 of that same same book Proverbs 16 verse 9 and this needs to be very well in all of our minds the mind of a man plans his way. We talked in James about, about planning. Nothing wrong in planning. And we look ahead and we plan. But what does some, uh, Solomon say? But the Lord directs his steps. We can plan all we want. But it's the Lord who directs his steps. So we wind up with Acts chapter 1 with replacing Judas. They had, they saw him go into heaven. They prayed in a upper room. He said, wait, they were there. A select group of people. And yet there were 120 or so that met in the courtyard of the temple. We'll pick this up next week. Art's gonna pick this up. And we'll talk about the uh, coming of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost any questions right quick thank you I'm sorry I pushed it ladies okay Father we thank you again for all you are and we thank you for this time together we ask that you bless us and be with us be with a further service Bless Larry's and te- teaches and preaches, and may we have ears to hear and hearts to listen. We thank you for who you are in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> you that have been to the first service y'all can head to the wagon wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Very good thank you. There, you, you, you mentioned Wagner. Well, I'm going to tell you a little quick thing. This guy that you